What is going on, good people? Philip Edge. Carrier. We are back at it again. Another day, another Sunday. Edge Live 7 Let's in go. full effect, man. Listen, we are super, super excited that you all are here with us on today. You're tuning in, you're chiming in, you're listening in, and all that good stuff. But listen, if you have not subscribed to our podcast, on, on Apple Play, on Google Play, on Spotify, on Anchor, and all those other podcasting platforms, you need to make sure that, you know, you, you get that done today. Like, like, make sure that you get that done, like, right now. Why? Why would you want to get that done? Because I'm telling you, you know, we on this thing on the podcast, you know, we go on 30, 30, 45 minutes or so, and you might be in your car. You might want to, you know, listen while you're driving. You might be getting your workout on, and you, you want to get some good content or something while you're getting your workout on. So make sure that you are subscribed and tell them about the contest. You, you just don't want to miss. You don't want to miss out, right? You heard that, right? We are looking to get 100, 100, 100. subscribers. You heard it here first. Yeah, and so when you share this post mm -hmm. and let us know in the comment sections that you have subscribed, Booyah. then we send you a little something, something. A little something, something. A little something, something. And, and listen. It's free 99. Free 99 is always good 99. Yes. And, and as we jump into the, the topic of today, it will be helpful for you yes. so you you want to make sure that that you check that thing on and i know you're probably trying to figure out what in the world we're going to be talking about today boom there it is right there there it is right there we are talking about the importance of vision, vision. the importance of vision and, and and i'm telling you vision is something that that is critical especially you know as we're going into th this new year yeah. we're going into a new year we, we got we got new year new goals some people trying to get fit some people trying to lose a little weight some people trying to you know do some different things some people trying to start businesses some people trying to get deeper in the word right right so so with new goals you got to have vision you and you got to have a plan to make sure that you get that thing done yeah a strong strong start can equal a strong finish but you strong gotta start start strong finish strong start that's <laughs> it's not even hard a, to say it's not strong, a song strong, it's not a strong, song but but i was trying start but yeah i mean in january everybody is you know trying to mm -hmm. get started right mm -hmm. there are a lot of people fasting right now mm -hmm. you know doing the daniel fast in 21 yep. days doing 40 days i know there's a local church here in rome shout out to life church life church they're doing like a hundred they were doing 100 days from like i think the beginning yeah all the way up until like right around easter time and giving up sugar you know the mm -hmm. most addictive substance on the planet mm -hmm. um and you know we're you just have a tendency at the beginning of the year to like try to get like refocus. Like, yeah. you know, what do you want this year to look like? Right. Um, right. And so we thought it would be good to just like drop you a few nuggets. We got, you know, three handy dandy points. Yep. Because that's what they say you're supposed to have. Yep. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, some solid content. So again, share this out. Mm -hmm. um, definitely subscribe because you don't want you don't want to miss out on something that, you know, might be good for you. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm, you know, on the treadmill, on the elliptical, yep. rowing on the row machine, you know, in my car, wherever I can. Mm -hmm. I'm trying trying to get fed. And if you don't get it while you're watching now, in these first 30 minutes, there might be some nuggets that when you go back, you listen to it later. Yeah. You'll catch it. Yeah. 
So, so let, let's jump into this thing today. You all know how we do. Um, we definitely want to encourage you. We want to we lift you up as we lift ourselves up. We don't know it all, but we definitely want to share what we have. Um, and, and today we want to talk about something that's been extremely um, important for us, and that, that's really just having a vision and knowing where you're going. Absolutely. And we, whenever we do marriage counseling, it's something that we really strongly encourage you know, to have a vision board, to have a written vision mm -hmm. for your marriage, have mm -hmm. a written vision, you know, for your family, mm -hmm. so that there's always something for you to go back That's and right. to look at. And it's also the litmus test. You know, you don't do anything right. that doesn't fit within the vision. Right. So it keeps you on the straight, the narrow, maintains your focus. You want to tell them about, you know, what you say about focus? Well, I say this, and it's pretty simple. I said, if you throw a dart at nothing, You'll hit it every time. Every time. Right? And I want you to, to grab that, right? If you throw a dart at nothing, you'll hit it every time. But there are so many people today who are just throwing darts. They, they have no idea where they're throwing it. And they're hoping that the dart lands somewhere, that it sticks stick. somewhere, right? <laughs> they're, they're just hoping. But, but what could happen if you were very intentional? You weren't just hoping, right? You, you were intentional and, and you, you did what you needed to do to make certain that that dart that you were throwing, it, it landed where it was supposed to land. You know, it's kind of like, you know, that, that map. I, you know, we, we grew up kind of in, in the 80s, right? And this was before uh, uh, Waze and, and Google Maps and Apple and all that good stuff. It was before we had these smartphones. You really had to use a map like you, you had to, you had to do it now my wife she's real good at these map things <laughs> me now so I, I look i'll stay lost in a minute but but the cool thing about about a map was it it, it enabled you to be able to plot out your journey so if I said, you know what, we're going from here to Louisville, Kentucky. Shout out Louisville, Kentucky, right? Shout out. You know what I'm saying? So, the home so, city. So if that's where we're going, we would go to a map and we would plot out the quickest way to get to that destination point. So we would literally look at it. We'd see what roads we had to take, what, what interstates we had to take, right? And, and you, you would draw it out. You know, what, what was that thing called? No, it wasn't... Um, it was the thing that you used to download, like MapQuest. Uh, MapQuest, yeah. You would you get can the, still use MapQuest. No, don't nobody use no dog on MapQuest. <laughs> but you can still use it. I, I guess you can, but nobody nobody uses that, right? I mean, anybody use MapQuest re recently? Look, if, like if, you, if, if you use MapQuest, out, if you use MapQuest, put it in the comments. I mean, you might be trying to plan out like a trip or something, you know, on your desktop, and you, I don't know. It tells you how many minutes from here to there. Oh, and it also tells you how much gas. Look, if you it's use MapQuest, if you use MapQuest, tell us in the chat feature or, you know, send us a DM or something like that. Let us know you use MapQuest. I, I need to know if there's anybody out there who still uses MapQuest. Now, I did use it to, like, track how much gas I was going to use because it, you know. I knew. I, 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 I knew it. Too. I, I knew it. I, I, I knew had that used it. somebody it, uses MapQuest. I use lots of different maps because not all the maps are right. Like these are digital maps. <laughs> so so let me. Why, you know, why do you use MapQuest? Why do you use MapQuest? Why did I? Or, or or digital maps or any of that stuff? Like like what was the purpose for you using it? Because I was planning out a trip. I was trying to determine how much you know gas, how much money, all those sorts of things, and planning and preparing. And that's what we're talking about today. Look, La La Larry Cawthorn says he uses Google Maps. Absolutely use Google Maps. I use them all, though. Like, how many of y'all have, we talked about this last time, though. You've been driving somewhere, and GPS says, 
<laughs> you've reached your destination or whatever it says you have arrived or whatever it says <laughs> larry cothern says in his key sweat voice nobody, nobody. <laughs> like, like nobody baby I'm but a- it does have a gas calculator <laughs> just so you know i don't know if google maps has that but it right. does have a gas calculator and i used it for that but how how many of you all have used like one of those digital features for maps mm-hmm. and it tells you that you've arrived but you know you are not you have not arrived <laughs> real, real talk I'll, I'll never forget me and Kara we're going to a friend a friend of ours house um not too far from where we live i i'd never been there before when, when we're going to to the twins house right oh, okay and 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 we get in the car <laughs> we put in the destination a whole nine yards and we're going some like again we had never been there before so we're driving we're driving we're driving we get to like this place where it's like a one lane road and that one lane road turned into like a dirt road. And literally, right. we, we're like, we look at each other like, I felt like children of the corn if, if see, I'm dating myself right now. It's like, this is not right. But I don't do well in the woods. You know what I'm saying? And, and literally, I had to like back down the road like to get out of that thing right there because the map took us to the wrong place. The digital map, let me say that. The, the digital map took us to the wrong place. And we found out. That we were close. We were just on the backside. Yeah, we, we, we were on the backside. So listen, this is why you need to write your vision down and make it plain. Because you don't want to end up on the backside of your vision. Ooh, that can preach right there. Mm. That can preach, can it? So let's look at Habakkuk. Yeah. Let's, let, this is my favorite right let's here. Let's give so. some foundation. Y'all want some foundation? If you want some foundation, give us just, just give us some thumbs give us a up. Thumbs like, up. Talk get, to yeah, us, yeah, y'all. Hit, talk hit it to up. us. Boom, boom, boom. Thumbs up. Oh, yeah, by the way, what's up, Nate Perez? We, we see you in the house. Hey, we see Nate's you in the house. In the house. Nate, Nate's in the house. So, so let's do this. Melinda is also in the house. I, I see you. Look, the Perez, hey. Perez Nation. Perez Nation is in the house. So so let, let's get this foundation. And this is from Habakkuk uh, chapter 2. I'm going to read verses uh, 2 and 3. And I'm reading it from the message translation. And I know you're probably wondering, Pete, why are you reading it from the message translation? Because he likes it. Because I like that one. That's, mm-hmm. that's why I'm reading it from there. So here we go. Here we go. We can. It says this. <laughs> and then God answered. Okay. So remember, this is God answering this is god now answering this is what god says write this this is what god said write this write what you see write it out in big block letters so that it can be read on the run the vision message is a witness pointing to what's coming it aches for the coming it can hardly wait and it doesn't lie that right there that's so good right there and he says this, if it seems slow in coming, wait. wait, it's on its way. It will come right, right on time. time. At the right time. Whoa. Man, that, that, I felt that in my shana. Man, nah, that was good right there. That was good. So good. So, so, so let, let, let's, let's, let's break this down yeah, for him. And let's, then let's hit point one. Once we break it down for you, it's going to make a whole bunch of sense. So for us, here we go. Point number uno. one, it looks like uno, this. Uno, uno. You got to see the thing clearly, y'all, right? You, you got to see it clearly. Listen, the, the Bible speaks and it says this. This is a double-minded man is unstable in all, all his, his ways, ways, right? So the Bible speaking to us in, in, in that particular passage, and it said when we're thinking right and left, when we're thinking up and down, when we're not clear in the way that we're thinking, it brings about this thing called instability, right? Mm. It, it, mm, mm, mm. mm. <laughs> instability. Mm. Yeah, it, <laughs> but that's what it brings, right? So so, so for us, we have to understand we got to get to the place where we're clear, we're focused, and we know exactly what, what we need to do. Remember, if you throw a dart at nothing, 
you'll hit it every time. Yeah. So we have to be very intentional and focused and be able to see it. One of the one of my favorite things, and um, some of you all know this, but um, I am a car enthusiast. I do like cars. Um, but I, I remember uh, back in the day I was driving, a, what was that, 1996 uh, 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 Dodge Intrepid? Is that, was that right? Yeah, Dodge? We, we bought it from Thrifty Rental Car, which Dodge is where Intrepid. I used to work. Shout out to Thrifty. If you're from Louisville, you know about some Thrifty rental cars. Look, that that Dodge Intrepid, it, it held me down. But I remember going back and forth to it. It was teal. It was teal. And I, I had some um, I had some, I had some 16s on there. He did. He did, he did have some rims. <laughs> some 16s, y'all. But you know, he was traveling back and forth from the airport. Larry had a Dodge Intrepid also, by you the know. way. Okay. And he had this, you know, P has always had like this, you know, pretty boy swag thing going on. You know. So I, I had this vision. So he was bigger than the car. I had yeah. this vision. He I was had this vision. Than the, car. It, the vision said <laughs> that the car, it was time to get something else. And, and, and about a year earlier, and Larry Cothran is on the line. He can attest to this. About a year earlier to that, I, I said, so Lord, which car would it would would it would I would I have? And and I saw this. Um, did you Chrysler. really ask the Lord? I, I really did pray about it. Like okay. like for real. Like for real. I, I really did. Like no joke. Okay. Like, like so. I, I'm I'm literally like Lord. This is what I want. Okay. So so I I didn't ask him what should I have. I said Lord, this, this is what, what I, I want. want. You know what I'm saying? And I I was looking in a magazine. And I saw the uh, this uh, Chrysler 300. It, this is when the Chrysler 300s first came out. Yes. It had these 22 inch rims on. It was a bad car. Like it really was a bad car. Semi Bentley-ish looking grill. And I couldn't afford a Bentley at that time. But anyways, I could I, I, I couldn't afford a baloney budget. I, 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 I couldn't afford a Chrysler 300 at that time. But anyway, <laughs> that's besides the point. So here's the reality. I'm I'm sitting there mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, what do I do with this picture? And 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 the Lord said take it and, and you put it up so you can see it. So literally what I did and what I continue to do even to this day, if I'm really earnestly praying about something, believing for something, like I'm believing, I'll put that thing on the refrigerator. And that's what I did with that Dodge, or excuse me, with that Chrysler 300. I put it on the refrigerator. Um, fast forward, um, I told you, you know, I drive back and forth to the airport. I'm driving and, and, and my car put me down. And when my car put me down, it happened to put me down by the Dodge dealership on Thornton Road down there by the, the airport. The car was prophesying. And 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 when I pulled <laughs> up in the in the parking lot trying to figure out how I'm gonna get a home, guess what was in the parking lot? Wow, praise Jesus! Come on, somebody! Somebody! <laughs> a Chrysler mm, 300 mm. that was silver with 22 inch <laughs> rims. It met me in the parking lot. It now, was the same one in the picture. The same one, like same, same, same rim, same, same. everything. Same. Now y'all know how I do it because I, you know, I, I, I kind of over spiritualize it right there. I said, "Lord, this is you, Lord. Is it? Is this you? How, how did you know I have that on my refrigerator? Like, like what is what is going on here? Now, remind you, my car put me down. My car put me down. I, I gotta down. get a home. I'm trying to figure this out, and now I see what's on the refrigerator. So I'm serious. I'm like, that's this is for me. So I, I, <laughs> can I can I tell this piece of story? I I didn't have two nickels to rub together. You can always tell a story. So, so, so because I didn't have two nickels to rub together, I'm you still had two trying. Pennies. To, well, I had two pennies, but not two nickels, right? We we needed more than some nickels. Mm -hmm. But literally, here's the funny thing: like I, I go up to the dealership and I'm walking around, and nobody was coming to talk to me. And finally, this guy walks out, and he has his hat on. And the hat, y'all, I kid you not, the front of the hat it said Jesus. 
That's what his hat said. I'm sitting there it's like, the Lord. I said, oh, yes, yes. This is you, Lord. It, it is you. It is you. And I'm listening. So that guy, we wound up having some deep conversation. And yeah. here's the amazing thing. The conversation that we were having was way deeper than the car. It wasn't even really about the car. We were just talking. And, and the Lord was really ministering to this yeah. gentleman right there on the parking lot. Now, long story short. I wound up taking that car home with me. But this is what I found out. So my wife and I, we come back the next day to finish up the paperwork, the whole nine yards. And when we got down there, we found out that that car was actually the owner of the dealership's car. <laughs> and and they were like trying to figure it out. And the owner was like, man, I don't even know what's going on. So, so, so the owner wound up giving me another car like that. But check this out. He took the rims off of his car and he put them on that car. Because he wanted the rims. Because because he knew I wanted the rims, right? So so I'm sitting there, and, and when he went in, and, and the owner was like, I don't even do this. I don't even know why I'm doing this, but for you. But in my mind, I'm sitting there saying, no, I know exactly why you're doing it. Because that was a part of the vision. That was what I wrote down. That was the thing that I've been believing for for several years. And again, I, I know I've got some people uh, who are listening to this podcast, who, who, are, who are watching this right now. Who can, who, who can attest to They saw the Chrysler 300, like with their own eyes, yeah. driving around with the 22-inch rims when didn't nobody else even have no 22-inch rims. My point is very clear that you got to be able to see the thing very clearly. You have to be able to see it. That's why in Habakkuk it talks about, write yep. it in big block letters. Yep. That's why we read it from the message. Yep. Write it big, make it plain. So literally, when you see it, you will recognize it. And that's that's the whole testimony. Listen to me, guys. If you don't write it down when you see it, you may not recognize it. Right. The the, the word says to write what you see. Come on. Yep. Write what God shows you yep. and put it big enough that when it comes to you, you will recognize it. How many of you have been in a situation where you've moved forward mm -hmm. and then you realize in looking back, man. I missed it. Yep. I missed it. That was it. Yep. That that was what I was supposed to see. That yep. that was the vision. But you didn't write it. You didn't make it plain. Mm -hmm. You didn't see it clearly. And, Point and, one. And, and and when you're looking at this thing, when it talks about big, bold block letters, because look, when you're when you're moving, when you're running, that that means you're you're in action. You don't have time to see the, the fine, small print on things. you got to be able to see that thing and, and look over and know that it's there. One thing about the refrigerator is um, I, I frequent that thing a lot, y'all. If you, if you, those of you who know me, you know I like going to the refrigerator. So I was able to see it a lot. It gets to the point where some of you, may, maybe maybe it's not the refrigerator for you. Maybe it's on your dog on smartphone. Maybe you need to put a picture there. Maybe you need to go to your notes page and put something there. Maybe you need to start a prayer journal. Maybe you need to start just journaling period maybe maybe everywhere you go maybe on your dashboard you need to put something there. maybe on your mirror in the bathroom you need to put something there but at the end of the day you got to see something and it has to be so clear to you that it's big it's bold and you know it and you don't even get confused by it so you know you might not see it now but you know that it's coming to pass at some point in time yes and when you see it you will know it i love it that's good. Number two? Number two. Number two. Number two. The second thing that we got to do, you got to believe it passionately. Like, like there, there, there is something, honey, about believing it passionately. Let, let me go back to the example that, that I'm using with, with this Chrysler 300. I, I remember, and I'm not going to call, call you out, baby, but, but I, I remember when, when I first looked at that, you gave me this look like, and how you how how you plan to get that? Like like, like it was a like 
for real like th this is what you're gonna do you know what i'm saying ain't don't nobody even have one of those like like how how we gonna get this like like this this is what you're gonna do right here but there was something like, like i don't know what it was but when i saw that i was like oh this this is i don't know how and i don't know when but i but i do know mm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have to know when. All I needed to know was like, like the yes on the inside of me. It was, it was enough, and and that thing sustained me. That's why yeah. anytime you know, I I I I got to the point of where I would be opening and looking at different books, and and even in opening and looking at at, at different books, I was like, man, I, I see those things happen. I, I I see it, you know, and 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 seeing it, it's like. You know what? We we just keep on keep on doing it. So absolutely, I can I can remember. You know, we had the car, but we also had had the house. Yep. And our first house, like it seemed like nothing, like everything was coming against us getting that house. But we know what God showed us. And so we just kept believing it passionately and watching God like working that thing out. And then we've we've shared with you all a number of times, you know, about um, about our testimony with Kai and how you know doctors said that he was going to be um you know he, he was basically going to be a vegetable his right brain and left brain wouldn't wasn't going to communicate with each other but we kept believing and we believed passionately which means i mean we believed with with everything that we had on the inside of us you know there there was just everything was going in to believing without a shadow of a doubt we were we were believing and standing on the vision that God had shown us. So there was no other option. That's right. But to continue to just stand and believe. That's right. And and, and you know the the situation with Kai, man, that 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 stretched our belief to a whole man, that, different level. You know. Totally. I mean, to me, that was the biggest faith walk. That was the biggest my belief had yeah. ever been yeah. stretched. Yeah. Um, until I, till I found myself unemployed. Yeah. Um, and so those were years between each other, but because I had had that experience before and mm -hmm. believing God passionately for something that he showed me, I was able to go back to that place. That was right. like an altar because I saw him be good there mm. that when he gave me a vision, yeah. um, that, okay, everything's going to be okay. And he had done that for me once before. Mm -hmm. I knew that in that, that season, in that moment, even though it was hard, right. that I was going to continue to stand and passionately believe mm -hmm. that he was going to re release to us right. what he had shown us. And, and, and it's amazing, even, even when I stop and, and I think back, because... With Kai, there were even situations, I, I didn't even understand all that was going on. You know, I didn't understand what the doctors were saying. All I know is that that moment we went to Evangel Church, right? Evangel World Prayer Center. We, we, we were there, and they prayed for you, and that was the first time I, I'd seen anything like what happened when you yes. was like, passed out. I'm like, what, what's she on the ground for? What happened? Baby, you dead? I mean, what's going on? It's the first time I've ever and seen it. I had already said, like, <laughs> I done seen this too many times in here, y'all. Y'all ain't blowing on me and making me fall down. I mean, we were there one time. This is like side side story. We were there one time, y'all, and the minister was just preaching. Right. And literally, it'd be like, those like you know, it, it wave was, their hand and like, like everybody would fall out. I'm like, wait a minute, like <laughs> I ain't falling out. I ain't falling you know, out. You know I'm what I mean? I used to Hail Mary, 
how art thou? Or, or... <laughs> but it, it was so amazing that, um, you know, that day specifically when, you know, when that happened for you and you were, you know, you were out or what have you came up, when you got up and you had this look on your face and you're like, you know, this is what I heard the Lord say. And, and when you talk about how, you know, like everything is going to be okay. When you talked about, you know, the faithfulness of God, when you talked about our son was, was going to be healed. Now, now I'm, I'm going to share this with you all just real quick. When we talk about belief, um, Kai did not have this thing called the corpus callosum. And I've shared this with some of you all. It's a thin membrane inside of your brain that separates the right hemisphere of your brain from the, the left. Hemisphere. Right. It's, it's the nerves, right? So it separates the right and the left side of your brain. Now, here's the thing. The tissue doesn't regenerate. It's kind of like what, what you have, you have. So, so, so when, when, when we went, when we we're going to the ultrasounds and there was nothing there, but then after this experience with God that, that my wife had, and after we knew that these people were praying, and after this belief and this fire was kindled on the inside of us that we're like, God is going to provide and bring forth a healing, we started going to do these ultrasounds. It was every two weeks. Yeah, it was every two weeks. Every two weeks, we're going to see these ultrasounds. And amazingly, like, there's this thing that started, like, forming. Like, we were like, where is this coming from? And the only thing that we could go back to was, well, this is what the Lord said. And it baffled the minds of the doctors. Like, like I could even see them, like, looking. They're like, kind of, you know, how do you squinch your face up, right? They're, they're looking, trying to figure out, like, like what in the world is, is going on here? And that blew my mind, but it came down to, you know, not only did God give us his vision, but but we were able to stand on that thing, believe on that thing, believe even when it didn't even make sense. Like, like we literally had to be that passionate about the belief. I mean, there was just like, you, you get in a place where if the vision is clear enough to you, mm -hmm. there aren't other options. Right. Just like you talked about the, the double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Yeah. There's not another option. Right. It's just so clear to you. You know that you know that this is what you saw from God. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what the situation or circumstance looks like. Like some of you right now are really in that place where things around you, right. they don't look right. You know, they, they look all messed up, jacked up. You, your bank account looks a certain kind of way. Your mm -hmm. health is a certain kind of way. Whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. you know, your relationships are messed up. You know, there's unforgiveness. You know, you're, you're dealing with depression, anxiety, mm -hmm. all, you know, any of these sorts of things. So, but no matter what it looks like around you, stay focused on the vision of what he showed you right. about you. Write that down. Focus on it. Stay, meditate on it. Day and night. All the time. And don't mm -hmm. let your situations and your circumstances change what you saw. Um, continue to believe passionately and, and see that thing. Like, see yourself walking yeah. in it. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I literally started having, like, visions of my, like, my son, you know, being, being healthy. Yeah. You know, um, he had, I'm sure, visions of himself driving that vehicle. Mm -hmm. So, see it. Like, make it, allow it to become real to you so that when it comes forth, you know that you know that you know that, that God brought it to you. This is the cornerstone for, for those of us who, who believe, and we are believers, like like unashamed believers, right? When, when we think about what the Bible speaks to us in Hebrews, I'm going to read it here from the, from the uh, CSB version, but it says, Now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. For by it, our ancestors won God's approval. And you can go on and on and on and on and on. The bottom line is this. 
faith, right? What, what you believe, whether you see it or not, that is the reality, right? And the proof. And it's all that you need. So, so I, I get excited because when we talk about like literally like believing and pursuing this thing and believing it passionately and believing with all you got, that's what you got to do, right? Yes. So faith is the reality, guys. It's mm. not it's not about what you see. It's about the things that you cannot see. Yeah. yeah. You know, faith is not it's not like a tangible thing. I can't necessarily hold on to it, but you can hold on to the vision if you write it and yeah. make it plain and see yeah. God. When he spoke to Habakkuk, he knew, mm -hmm. you know, he's speaking to us about that scripture. He knew that we needed to make it plain. Human hands need to touch things just like Thomas needed to put his fingers into the holes in Jesus' yeah. hands. Yeah. He, he needed his unbelief to be helped mm. by something tangible. And so That's when good. you have that written, that thing written down that God showed you, Go back and look at it. Every time a word is spoken over your life by a man or woman of God, as soon as you can, immediately mm. write that thing write down. It down. Write, it down. write it down. Meditate on it. When times get hard, go back and look yep. at it. Yep. Go back and look at it. Rehearse the things that God has said about you because mm. the enemy comes to still kill and destroy those yes. things. He wants to snatch the word that has been spoken to you. That's why you got to be passionate about it. That's why we're passionate about it right now because we have lived this thing out. I'm mm -hmm. telling you, the, the, the angst, I can still literally feel the pain. Mm. I, I can still like literally feel the tears that stream down my face after I, I read on um, web, web DM, web, web MD, web MD yeah. about what, you know, they were saying about my child and to feel like some kind of pressure because I'm carrying him like some kind of shame going through my mind. The enemy made me go through my mind of every wrong thing mm. that wow. I had ever done. The enemy wanted to make me think that somehow I deserved for this to happen, mm. that it was my fault. I could either stay in that and, and stay in guilt and, yep. and shame and unforgiveness for myself, or I could hold on to that moment when God had an encounter with me, yep. a passionate encounter from a passionate father mm. who loved me more than anything, who loved my unborn son more than anything. Yes. And he needed for me to have an encounter that I did not want to have, that I had set in my own carnal mind that I'm not going to have this. Mm. The spirit of the Lord is not going to slay me. Yet he slew me, if that's the word. Slew you. Yeah. Yes. We'll take that. Yes. Yet he slay me. I'm on the ground. I'm crying. And I know that I know when I, I went down in pain, but I got up in come triumph. On. Come on. And even though that took eight months for it to come forth, I passionately pursued with faith the vision that he had given to me so clearly when I saw the face of my unborn son wow. smiling back at me, I knew that I knew that I knew that what he said was yes and amen. Yep. Yes. And so shall it be. And you know, it, it, it's so amazing because even now, you know, Kai's 18 years old now. And, um, you know, we have our good days and our bad days, or let me say we have our good days and our not so good days. But the, but the amazing thing is every time I see his smile, Every time, I mean, he asked me a hundred thousand questions. He's all, I mean, just same question over and over again sometimes. But but I sit there and I look and I'm like, but but yet and so this is the promise. And he is God is not done yet. Nope. I I gotta tell this. Yeah. 
So I'm sitting at church today. This is awesome, y'all. Check this out. And we're about to start the message. And they told me, first of all, um, back in elementary school, they were going to give my son a stamper for his name because he would never be able mm. to read and or write. And I said, the devil is a liar. Yep. And so I'm sitting there and we're getting ready for church. And he looks over at me and he says, prime time. And I said, huh? He looked up at the screen and he said, prom time. What's prom time? And I said, trying to hold back tears, I said, son, that's, that's, that's the sermon. That's the sermon series that we're yep. about to go through. He read the screen, guys. No yep. one told him prom time. Yep. No one had said anything. They were just checking the screens, checking the graphics. No one else had come in. He and I were just sitting there having casual conversation. Yep. And my son read that slide. Mm -hmm. So listen to me. I don't care how dismal it seems. Yeah. You're going to read the sign. Mm -hmm. You're going to read the sign. Come on, somebody. Woo. You're going to read the sign. Woo. I don't care. Move the cants. Move the butts. Get them out of the way mm. because it's going to happen. If he said it, you can hang your hat on it. That's it. You can believe him because it's going to happen. Which I think really ties us well into you know this, this other thing right here, number three, which it's pursue it aggressively. I don't have any problems with aggression. You know like, like pursue. Like I, I, my old football coach, um, uh, Andy Fry, he would say this. He said, "You have to pursue it with a reckless abandon." Yes. That that means like, like you gotta pull your hair back. I don't got no hair. I can't do that. But but you gotta go after that thing <laughs> like like there is nothing left in this world to go after. You gotta go after this thing like like can't nobody tell you no. You can't be stopped. You gotta go after this thing like you're Bruce Lee and you got fifty thousand people surrounding you and somebody just hit you. And you you got a little piece of blood and you hit it and you looked at him. You got to go after this thing. Like, like, like literally like, like you are a cage animal that that's been backed into a corner. You got to go after this thing. Like, like, like you were Jimmy Superfly Snooker coming off the top rope. You got to go after this thing. Like you're Ray Lewis who just saw a running back with a hole right there and you are going in like a runaway truck you got to go after this thing with a reckless abandon and like 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 there's nothing left in life like you got to get this thing that like that's when we're talking about pursue this thing and be aggressive about it don't be passive don't be passive like oh well maybe oh well kind of no 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 it's yours it's yours the vision is for you the vision is for you. This is why it speaks. And I go back to her back. It says, when you're running, right? You got to be able to see it when, when you're in action. This is not for somebody to just, you know, see and just, you know, in passing. No, if you really want to see this thing come to pass, you got to pursue this thing, but not just pursue it. You got to be aggressive about it. When somebody says no, you got to say, I'm sorry. Uh-uh. That's not what my Next. Lord says. You got to keep on going. You got to be so aggressive about this thing. That, that it don't matter what nobody else says because the only thing that matters is what you know to be true and what you know to be true is all based upon what the word of the Lord said. The scripture in Habakkuk tells us to write it in big block letters so that we can see it while we're running, mm. which means you're going to be acting. You've got to be moving. You've got to be going. You have to be aggressive. 
when we do marriage counseling, we tell marriages, don't let anything yeah. destroy that thing that tries to come between. It doesn't matter what it is. Destroy those things that would try to separate you from mm-hmm. whatever God has shown you. Mm-hmm. Whatever separates you from the love of God, destroy that thing. There are some of you who, um, right now, this is really just in my heart, mm. your child is wayward. Mm-hmm. Um, your child is out there in the world. They're on drugs. You know, they're out there fornicating, all sorts of things. And you have just about lost all hope. Let right. me tell you something. Get aggressive about it. Come on. Tell the devil that they cannot have your child. Take it back. Right. Go back to Genesis. Mm -hmm. You have been given authority over everything on this planet. In fact, God gave man the privilege and ability to name the things on this planet. And that's what they were. Come on. So you begin to name the things, name your child freed, name your child delivered, Mm, name your sickness destroyed, name yourself healed. You've got to start aggressively going after those things because you have the authority and the power to do so. You you are authorized Mm. to do so. That's good right there. You know, we go so aggressively over so many things. I see so many people like worldly people so aggressive about stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, and no shame at all. Where are my Christians who are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Some 116 Christians out there who just are not ashamed. It says the kingdom suffer violent and it says that the violent take it by force. It's talking about Christians, you guys. Yeah. It's time to step, stand up. Stop making people at your workplace make you feel some kind of way about praying or praying over your food or giving God glory. Stop it. Yeah. Stop cowering down to talk about politics, to talk about sex, to talk about the, the things that are difficult to talk about and put the word of God on them. Mm. We got to stop it. We got to start being aggressive. If we want the Lord to be glorified, we got to start being aggressive and making the vision come forth and be clear to to not only us, but to those around him. Don't give up on the vision. Don't give up on the vision. Stay aggressively poised. I love that. And I, I, I like right now, I'm so stirred up about you know, the things that the Lord has spoken. And, and we've just given you three points today to make sure that, that your your vision comes to pass. We, we talked about making sure that, that you're seeing it clearly. We talked about making sure that, that you believe it passionately. And we talked about making sure that you're pursuing it aggressively. And those three things right there, listen, will take what, 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 you're, what you're believing for right now, this vision, it'll take it from just a thought to something that you're really mm, going to tangible. bring to pass and you make that thing tangible. Amen. So you can't give up on yourself and we, we don't wanna we don't wanna give up on you. Uh, but go ahead, I know you got something. No, I just really hear the Lord, we have a choice. Mm-hmm. We can either be full or we can be fulfilled. Mm. Do you wanna be fulfilled or you just wanna be full? Right. So many people in the world, they, they just full. Mm. You just get full of all kinds of stuff and you don't know which way to go, you know. You, you ever been just like, imagine a blanket or a sheet over your head. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a fullness of it, it's, it's covering you, but you can't be clear about it. But we need to be full 
filled. And the fulfilled comes from the word. It comes from what God said about your life, what he's speaking over you, what he's showing you. 2020 is the year of fulfillment. Amen. So you need to be fulfilled, not just full. Mm -hmm. We can all get full with a bunch of stuff, but Mm -hmm. there needs to be some purpose. Going back to what Philip said in the beginning, Mm -hmm. there needs to be some intentionality. And your vision brings that intention. It brings the litmus test. Don't just fill yourself and be full with a bunch of random things. You can become an expert at something just by focusing on it. Come on, guys. Let's get focused Mm. and do what God has called us to do. Stop trying to be everybody else and Mm -hmm. just be full Mm -hmm. and be full filled with purpose, with the vision that God has given you Mm. so that you can move aggressively towards what the Lord has for you in 2020. Listen, this is a John 10, 10 moment for all of us, right? Now, I love what it speaks about in the Amplified. It says, you know, it talks about the thief, how he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But but, but, but that's not what we talk about. Let's focus on God, right? He says, but I have come, come, right? But I've come to give them life in abundance. And here's my favorite part in the Amplified. It says, to the full till it overflows like like have you ever had a cup that you put in a sink and mm. you're you're filling it up with water and 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 it just overflows and water just keeps on like that's where i'm believing that god is taking those of us who are going to be intentional about the vision that he gives us like i believe that he's going to give it to us so much that that we're going to overflow with with his blessings his wisdom his goodness who he is we're going to overflow with his character in every place that, that we go and i'm super super excited about that so listen if you're excited about that and but you're trying to figure out like okay okay carrie okay philip how do i do this listen in the in the in the in the messages shoot us a a a dm let us know we have a personal plan a personal vision plan that we'll send it to you And, and it's real easy you can fill in the blanks but it will help you to really begin to get clarity in your thoughts so that you can take it put it on the refrigerator or wherever you put it but but i'm giving this to you for free this is for you it's your 2020 personal vision statement your personal vision plan it's about six pages it's good stuff but it will help you and we're giving it to you absolutely free and listen he said the word it's personal Mm. this is not your mama's vision what your daddy thought about you who your pastor say you should be this is what god spoke specifically to you and only you know what he said about you and you take some time um, to put some feet on the vision that God has given you and just to really like put it out there to really see what it is that he's saying about you. I promise you, you'll feel so much better and you'll have that guide to keep you on the right path. Listen, faith is a journey. Yep. It's a beautiful journey. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to get lost in the process. And when you have a guide like a vision, you can enjoy the journey along the way to the promise. That's right. And if for whatever reason you get lost along the way, because you have a plan, it's very easy to pull off on the side of the road. Take a 20 second timeout, get your bearings straight and say, where in the world am I at? And if you, if you know where you're going, it's very easy to say, okay, where am I at? I'm off right now. But here's the good news. You don't have to stay off. You can get back on the path to the journey to the destination at hand.
okay so listen next week we're going to continue along this path we're going to give you tips next week to to help to encourage you to stay motivated on this journey to, to stay motivated in this vision to stay motivated on this plan we're going to give you some some tips and some helpful insights just from from some experience um but again if you want this personal vision plan please shoot us a dm shoot me a message let me know and i'll send it off to you okay that's that's for you that's free that's free that's free our vision is to see you accomplish your vision in 2020 and start heading towards all that god has for you let's get it so look i want to do this before we get off um can you pray for and um uh, i just want to pray for for vision right i want to pray that they get clarity but I also want to pray that not only that they would believe the vision, but that they would pursue this thing with a reckless abandon. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, I want to see so many people filled. I want to see the visions coming to pass. And I want to see God's purpose fully manifest in the lives of his people. So with that being said, can, can you pray for us? I can. Yeah. It sounds like you semi did, let, but let, I, let's, I let's can do, it. do that. Let's do it. We're going to pray that you see, yes. that you believe, and you pursue. Say it with me. See, believe, believe pursue. pursue. Yes. Say it again. See, See believe, pursue. pursue. Yes, God. We just thank you, God, for sight and clarity of sight, Lord God. And for a stirred up faith, Lord God, that what we see you say about our lives, Lord God, is going to come to pass, Lord God. Yes. God, I pray, Lord God, that you just stir us up, God, with diligence in our spirit man and in our spirit woman, Lord God, to pursue what you have said about us aggressively, God. To pursue what you have said about our marriages aggressively, God. Yes. To pursue what you have said about our children aggressively, God. To pursue what you have said about our finances aggressively, God. To pursue what you have said about the kingdom aggressively, God. Yes. God, you just give what we see legs, Lord God. God, show us, Lord God, in, uh, in our writing, Lord, how to make it plain even to ourselves, Lord God. I decree and declare, Lord God, that you are inspiring right now our minds, Lord, even as we go to bed tonight, Lord God, that we would see clearly, Lord God, the vision that you have given us, Lord God, and we would wake up, Lord God, sure that we know that we know this is you and what you would have us to do, Lord God. I, I pray, Lord God, that we would no longer just be full of stuff, Lord God, but we would be fulfilled, Lord God, with intentionality of seeking out that which you have for us specifically, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that we would all have a revelation, Lord God, that we literally are an embodied, answered prayer in this yes. world, Lord God, that we are a solution to the problem, Lord God. That we have a promise, Lord God. And it is a promise, Lord God, that you have placed on the inside of us. And a purpose, Lord God, that you have ordained for us in this world, Lord. God, so I thank you, Lord God, for every purpose, God, under the sound of my voice, Lord. Yes. God, you have placed on the inside of us everything that we need to carry it out, Lord. So I pray, Lord God, that we begin to write it, to make it plain. That we might run with it, Lord God. And if it seems not to come, Lord God, that we would wait on you patiently, Lord, knowing that without a shadow of a doubt, it will come forth at the right time. 
I thank you, Lord. I bless you and I praise you for your word. You are awesome, you are mighty, and you are powerful, Lord. We love you. In the name of your matchless, mighty son, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen. Well, listen, Edge Life 7, we will be right back at you next week, next same week. time, the whole nine yards. But we do this because... You know, we want to make sure that we encourage, we inspire, we challenge marriages, families like yours to chase boldly after their divine purpose while not compromising their faith and their family in the process. So with that being said, we'll holler at y'all next week. We'll holler. We'll holler. Peace.